Hey guys, welcome to Consuming Crime. I'm Jen. I'm Jules. And today I will be taking over and I will be hosting. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I just have, I have a quick question. Does somebody die? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, usually my stories nobody dies, yeah, your story huh? Okay. so far, nobody has Unfortunately, died. somebody does die in my okay. story and right. it's sad, but you'll see why. Social media can be a danger. And I know I, I this is like my second online case, huh? I think so. John and Mark was yeah. the first one. What was because, that one called? Catfishing gone wrong. Yeah, that's the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like that's the way predators are are doing it now. You know, they can pretend to be anybody else. So be safe out there. By the way, thank you guys so much for giving us five stars. I see that we're pretty consistent on an Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So keep it up. Tell your friends, family members to uh, to do that. Anyway. Sorry, promo yes. real quick. <laughs> so, please rate us. Don't forget. This is based off um, a documentary I saw. It's called The Stranger Online by 48 Hours. They always do such a great job. The story begins with a body of a 14-year-old young girl found in, like, the middle of nowhere. We start to get to meet this girl's family. And the young girl is named Nicole Lavelle. So, Nicole Lavelle was just like any other teenage girl. She loved to be on her phone. She loved to listen to music. She was raised by a single mom and because of that though she did have like super supervision like as far as like physically like her grandparents knew where she was at in her room there wasn't really i guess supervision as far as like through her phone and maybe like what's kind of going on in her personal life you know her mom did of course try to check on her every now and then but you know kids lie and you never think once the body was found it was automatically known who the suspect was and it was an 18 year old high school athlete of course, it caught everybody by surprise. He was going to uh, Virginia Tech, which is like such a really, really good school. And he was a superstar, uh, a track superstar. By all means, everybody that knew him said that he was a little cocky, but he was as far as like very charismatic. Nobody saw him like as a murderer at all. So he, wait, he they found his body? No, they found it to be oh. him as far as like the okay, murderer. The suspect, the suspect it. yeah. It all started when it it was July 27th, 2016. And Nicole's mom had gone to her room and tried to push the door and she noticed that the nightstand was up against the door. Automatically, she realized that 13-year-old Nicole had snuck out at some point in the night, taking her phone with her and just like a couple of things like a blanket, a sweater, like random things she can find. So obviously, Tammy began to look, you know, look through her stuff, look through the area, look through the neighborhood. And as she's outside you know looking around for her daughter any signs of her she runs into the neighbor who didn't have a lot of good news for her mom the neighbor had mentioned that nicole was actually over at her house and she had overheard nicole telling her daughter that she had a date with a boy Mm-mm. and i don't know i feel like i would freaking call the mom but then again maybe she thought the mom knew no nah, 13 year old just throwing that she's, out there oh, i forgot she's 13 yeah, the sneaking 13. out thing how do you even i never snuck out as a kid i felt like i was too scared i also shared a room with my mom so that could be like a huge aspect of it but i don't even know how i would do that yeah i don't know but as you can imagine like tammy nicole's mom was like fearful you know it could have been this man could have been any man. It could have been a 50-year-old guy. It can be anybody. So she obviously begins to panic and, you know, she reaches out to the police and the police fortunately took it very seriously from the beginning. You know, they went to the house and they started, you know, doing whatever they can. Tammy knew something was wrong because Nicole had had some issues ever since she was a little girl. She had to take a medication because she had to get a lung transplant when she was a baby. Mm-hmm. 
So because of that, she had to take medicine every single day. And Nicole was very on it with her medicine. Like, she, even though she was very young, she was very, you know, mature. And she knew how important it was to take her medication every day and what the consequence would be if she did it. So from that moment on, she knew that she didn't take any medication with her. And she knew that it was, it was like serious, that she would have been back by then. We also start to learn that Nicole was constantly being bullied at school. And she hated, absolutely hated school. She would have her mom write those sick notes and... She just didn't feel left in. She felt like nobody really genuinely cared for her. And though she did have a father, her father wasn't really around. He was always in and out of prison. Oh and my gosh. I don't know. I feel like that takes a toll. It's like on little girls, you know, like in if they out, don't get the man. attention, like sometimes they tend to seek it. And if like you're getting bullied. Yeah. I feel like it's almost worse when they're in and out instead of just completely out. You know, I don't know. I'm not a psychologist, but <laughs> we're not licensed psychologists, guys. Just letting you know. Yeah, disclaimer. Don't come with us for advice. <laughs> don't come at me. Okay, so yeah, like I said, Nicole was convinced that nobody cared for her and would just constantly reach out through social media. So I always feel bad because I've done it. Like when I see people post on social media, like they're like hospital wristband. Like, oh my god, it kind of irks me. You know, what like, was, what was that? hold on, there was a meme. I'm gonna say it. it's totally offensive. It's like. Nothing gets more attention than a girl on Snapchat with a hospital wristband. <laughs> or like, that's how much attention I'm trying to get. Okay, jokes aside, like, I'm one of those people and I feel so bad after reading this because, like, she she was young and she would do the same. Like, she would post, um, like, Snapchats, mm -hmm. like a black screen saying, like, nobody cares about me. And then, like, she'll post, yeah. like, you know, like, little things like, you know, like, I'm going to hurt myself and stuff like that. And I feel... Well, she's young, too, and I feel like that's different, you know? Like, now, like, I'm making jokes about, like, 20, 30-year-olds 30, 30 that are, like, posting about it. Like, yeah. okay. But, yeah, no, that's sad. And it, to me, like, I feel bad because I've always been, like, you know, like, there's other ways. But I think it hurts me because I'm sure nobody reached out to her. Maybe they did. I don't know. but Maybe they thought the same yeah, way. Yeah, and I, I felt bad. I'm like, damn, it kind of makes me, like, see things differently. Like, should I message a person that posts that? Or, like, I don't know. Like you said, we're adults now, so maybe we should handle it differently. But Yeah. I don't know. Again, she was 13, so I think that's an age where you can get away with doing that. Yeah. But that's how she would express herself. So she would take it through social media, like, to let others know how she's feeling. Um, it wasn't really stated if, like, she would get responses or anything, but... It was. It's just sad to know that she was reaching out to, to strangers. So basically, know? she was like reaching out for a hand. And anybody would. Yeah. Would like I mentioned, her relationship with with her father wasn't the best, and um, we actually did. He actually did come out in this documentary, and he. You can tell he felt very like apologetic about him being in and out of jail, and how he wished he he could have been there for her. So we do see that like he wasn't like a bad guy it just sucks that that he couldn't have been around yeah. for her he's more. like remorseful and he yeah. just feels guilty damn but like i said so tammy ended up being a single mom to nicole and nicole's grandparents were really supportive to her and really helped her out and they all lived together like the grandparents they all lived together and tammy yeah and, okay obviously her mom was you know terrified when she went missing and she couldn't sleep the whole day and she couldn't even eat and she just kept keeping her like hopes like really really high but unfortunately her hopes were crushed so she went missing on the 27th and then three days after that was that was when her body was found and they found her body where again it was in north carolina and the body was located 90 miles from where she lived obviously like everybody's hearts were broken she was a young girl she was very happy like i don't know i have little cousins that are 13 years old and like they're just happy girls you know they're yeah. happy well no matter what they're going through they're always so hopeful and it was just sad that that was taken away but luckily with technology 
catching her killer was super easy. So by the time that they had found her body, they were actually already onto somebody. And like, as mentioned before, it was this 18 year old <coughs> that they found through looking at her social media, right? Yes, of course. So I'm gonna get into that right now. The moment that Nicole went missing, investigators immediately began to go through her room. So as searches are going on, there's also investigators going through the room. And that's when they found a note like written on her wall that happened to have all her usernames for all her accounts and all her passwords for all of her accounts. Oh, cool. I know. Hell yeah, dude. You know what? Real, really quick, you guys. I know Crime Junkie has like an if I go missing file. You guys need to download that. It has it has that included. You put usernames, passwords. You have that? I have, yeah, I have that. You my, would. I ha <laughs> really would have Dude, that. It has my fingerprints, my tattoos, identifying marks, but right now I need to finish it and give it to my sister because she's not nosy. I my like mom would like log into my accounts and look through my stuff. She totally would. <laughs> I feel like I would as a mom, but I mean, I just think it's funny. Like we both, you know, like criminal stuff, but I just don't have an If I Go Missing folder. Dude, why do you not have an If I Go Missing but folder? again, I guess we just never think it's going to happen to us. You know what? I'm going to print it for you. I'm actually installing a security system in my apartment this weekend. Um, <laughs> you guys, you guys, do it. Jenny, I'm printing you one. You got to do it. I might do it. Stay tuned, guys. It might be on our website. <laughs> for the world to the see. Link, the link. Oh my God. Don't hack my stuff, though, please. <laughs> okay, anyways. So, like, as I mentioned before, all the passwords and usernames were that for her social media accounts were on a note on her wall. And it was soon discovered that the app Kick was her app her social media app oh of choice God, kick. i never dude, had kick. i had and i now that i'm older i'm like damn i had creepy dudes on there really? no like I, I don't even know how they would find me it was just my username and like a little picture but like there's no age it's kind of like um it's just like a texting app basically you so there's only text have, like pictures i don't know if you can send pictures when i maybe it's not like Snapchat though, where you can put a temporary picture. It's just like a picture or a message, but yeah. Yeah, I didn't have Kick. I don't know. I just had Facebook. I think it's just a way too for if your parents go through your phone, they don't think to look through an app for messages. They think to look through your messages. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I like. I did. I was yeah. super secretive, so I would have like apps for messages. My Sorry, mom. Never Love you. Phone. She was. She was. I don't know. No, my mom has like read my diaries. Yeah. Like it's. That's why I have it online. My mom read my diary when I was nine. Haven't had a diary since. <laughs> I said Penzu ever since Penzu? you told me about it. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> Penzu's lit. Get Penzu. We're not sponsored, unfortunately. <laughs> and an If I Go Missing folder. <laughs> sponsored. So, as I mentioned, Kick was her app of choice, which apparently is like, don't, don't like, does Kick still a thing? I have no idea. Okay. If it is, parents listening, just don't let your kids have a kick. No. But nowadays, you kind of have to, I That's guess. That's true. Peer pressure. Okay. So, and it leads them, so... Okay, so they discovered she regularly used the app Kick, an app where you can talk anonymously to people, I guess. <laughs> Police then reached out to Kick to disclose the messages. I'm sorry, not the messages, like the IP address and all that stuff. More in-depth information to see if they can catch the person who, who she's been talking to. And oh my gosh, when they really, when they meant, said their freaking username, this was this guy's username, Dr. Tombstone. Oh my gosh, dude. And when you're, I feel like when you're that young, like a 13 year old girl, you're like, ooh, like he's bad or something. Down. Like, oh yeah, yeah, he's so dark. Like I told you about my super dark friend. Shout out Logan if you're listening. <laughs> Actually, of all people, he should listen to this because yeah. he's dark. But that, I literally thought of him immediately when you said Mr. Tombstone. Yeah, okay, so yeah. He had the strangest username, Dr. Tombstone. Yeah. So weird. I, I was just like, how ironic. Like that Dr. No. Ew, oh my god, this was weird. Anyways, 
So investigators wasted no time in getting the IP address from Kick, and it led them to the young man named David Eisenhower. Eisenhower? Eisenhower. That's like his actual yeah, last name? That's his actual last name. David Eisenhower. So as mentioned previously from the beginning, um, this is the 18-year-old that was charged for the murder. So David Eisenhower was attending Virginia Tech and had been, as I mentioned, also a high school track star and was just known to be cocky, but he was overall well-liked. Police went to question David and he was arrested as soon as he admitted to getting Nicole to come out with him. But at, during the time, he was just arrested for the kidnapping charges because there was technically no proof that he had harmed her in any way. Yeah. So after further questioning, David leads investigators to another young woman named Natalie Keither. Natalie also attended Virginia Tech and was known to be incredibly smart. Natalie was eventually arrested as well. Investigators believe she was involved. What the hell? Yeah. There's more so, people? There's more people involved in this case. Damn. And well, you'll just see as it goes on. So as these arrests are going on, so mind you, during the time that investigators found Nicole's body, it was three days, three days from when she had one missing. So during those three days, all this was going on. Okay. So all this was going on and they were arrested during the time where they found her body. Yeah. So you're about to tell us what happened in those three days. Yes. So, okay. so yes. So as we continue within the three days, so that's when her body was discovered 90 miles away during this same time. And it was found out that she had been stabbed and her throat was cut. Oh my God. So David to investigators and you know, psychologists and all that. He's considered to be like the new type of predator, which is like the online predator. And these types of predators go on the apps or sites where they know young teens go on like kick. It's, and kick, they have gone a lot of crap for it. Like during the, if you guys want to check out the documentary, it goes more into debt. And there has been lawsuits against it, but as far as like the owners and the CEOs, like they're saying that, you know, they just provide the platform and they're very open to work with investigation as we saw in this case like they did immediately like release the information and they weren't holding it back you know it's just really dangerous and i feel like people need to be really careful and especially the kids like the kids are they just tend to be naive and they tend to believe who they're talking to and like i'm really like passionate about this because it just pisses me off that these fucking like people are just doing this in this case though david wasn't pretending to be anybody else like david was david so it kind of just makes it like scary like you just don't know it's even scary yeah you it's think just you know like, somebody you think you know somebody and so david was actually using a bunch of other social apps and he would also go to play video games where he befriended a young man named dustin and david was not only using like the social apps he would also like as many other teens go online to play video games and that's where he um, befriended a, a boy named dustin so this is where we meet Dustin in the documentary. Him and David had been like gaming friends for nearly six years. I never gamed, so I don't know. Have we, did you ever game? Yeah. Did you have like those gaming friends? Yeah, I did. Okay. It, yeah, yeah, th those, those are the best. They were probably all fake and 35 years old, but hey, they never tried to like flirt with me, so it was fine. Okay, okay. So that's what this relationship was. Apparently they've been playing together for like years and they would tell each other a lot of things and give each other advice. So police ended up reaching out to him because I guess they noticed that he was in constant, constant contact with David. So they asked if he had any information and Dustin recalled David asking him for some advice regarding a girl. And now fast forward till this moment, he thinks back and realizes that it could be Nicole. So in this case, David had told Dustin that 
there was he was trying to get out of this relationship with some girl and he said it's because he didn't know she was underage and because he was trying to the end of the relationship he was claiming that this girl was gonna out him and tell everybody that he was dating an underage girl and then dustin told investigators that he just told him we'll just pretend to be his girlfriend until like <laughs> yeah. like he he didn't know he's like i just told him to tell to tell her like okay yeah i'll be your boyfriend but then kind of just not text her back and see if he can get rid of her that way you know as far as you know destin was just giving him like advice he, i mean he can't just say hey i can't talk to you and then block her i don't know is that not but i mean for me i, I immediately thought this girl has some sort of information that could get him in that's trouble, true you know because i don't know and then to me i'm thinking like okay maybe nicole didn't have anything so she was like okay this boy is like Maybe they're like pictures that he had. Yeah, I mean, like I don't know. That, that wasn't disclosed in the documentary, and I could understand why. I mean, we're talking about like a 13-year-old girl, true. you know? So, as I mentioned, I think maybe she did have some sort of proof. During the interrogation, David told investigators that they had met on an, on, an anonymous chat. An anonymy. Okay. So, David told investigators that they met on an anonymous chat. And then moved over to kick. Sorry, guys. I can't. I guess I can't talk. So this dude said he had only met Nicole once. And that day that she happened to get kidnapped, he did see her that day. He went over there to go see her because that's what their plans was. And then when she saw, when he saw her come out, he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This girl looks way younger. She looks like she's 11. And then he just left. But he initially he thought she was just 13 no so he claims that he thought that she was 18 that he thought she was older but of course investigators always have the upper hand mm -hmm. <laughs> they looked through um nicole's kick account and obviously that proved otherwise it proved that they had been talking for months before and had actually met before and had been intimate oh my gosh yes. an 18 year old with a yes. 13 year old and you know what bugs me is that he's sitting here saying oh she looked way too young like 11. so you're telling me that to you like this girl looked 11 and you were still okay with it i feel like he definitely took advantage of it oh 100 dude he was also confronted and asked about a shovel and david admitted that he had bought a shovel and offered that okay so david had admitted that he had bought a shovel and that is when he brings up Natalie Keither. So she was mentioned earlier as another person. Yeah. So She's a person of interest or a suspect? Person of interest. Okay. Okay. So interrogators, interrogators. <laughs> so investigators got a hold of um, Natalie and they started questioning her as well once they got her to the station and she had a completely different story. So Natalie stated that David was afraid that Nicole was going to expose her and David's relationship. So. A day before the actual event, which was January January 27th, David had actually reached out to Natalie and told him and told her about the plan, and she was for it. And they both went to Walmart and got a shovel. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I like hate Walmart. This doesn't make it any better. Walmart. Everybody goes to Walmart for this kind of stuff. But um, yeah, so as I mentioned before, the day before, so January 26th, they pretty much put a plan together. And the day of January 27th, David and Natalie both went to Walmart and he grabbed a shovel and a couple other stuff that they were going to be using. After that, they both went to dinner. And after dinner, mm -hmm. David dropped off Natalie and went to his scheduled date with Nicole. I was like, let me just like feed myself before I... Yeah, dude, I don't know how they I can sit there. I wonder what they ate. <laughs> Is that weird? I want to know what did they ask? <laughs> what did you eat, David and Natalie? 
I hope it was fucking disgusting. <laughs> it's nasty. Okay, anyways. So David dropped off Natalie and went to his scheduled date with Nicole. Then Natalie stated that David took Nicole into the woods and that's when he began to stab her to death. The next day, which would be Wednesday, both David and Natalie went back to the store to get cleaning supplies and disposed of the body together. Investigators questioned Natalie about the whereabouts of the body and found them to be near David's grandparents' house, 90 miles away from her home in North Carolina. So that is how the body was found. Dude, that is like, he, the fact that somebody can just decide they're gonna kill somebody and then execute it so like like with no empathy like just do it yeah it, like it's easy because like you said her throat was slit too right yeah her throat was slit and she was stabbed several times you said they found her body how again um her body was found nude just thrown like in a kind of like a desolate area i'm not too sure how like north carolina looks like but in the images it's kind of like a high, like an empty kind of highway and then like trees and it's kind of just like dude i really yeah. hope he didn't have sex with her first <sighs> nothing of that was stated so i don't know Let maybe he took that to it's just really yeah. sad that's just what i thought of because yeah. she's naked and it's like why else dude yeah come on. that's how you get a girl vulnerable like oh let's go into the woods and be like you know freaky or spontaneous it just breaks my heart because her like the way she wanted she just wanted to be loved and he oh took God, advantage like, of that actually gonna cry and it sucks because she was loved. She had a good-ass mom. You the know, she had good grandparents. You know, maybe her father wasn't there, but I'm sure he loved her. Maybe just didn't know how to express it. I mean, you yeah, know, when you're in jail for don't. so long, it's kind of weird for kids to just... I don't know. I don't know the situation, but it's sad because she was loved, but, you know, she just... Maybe she didn't feel it, or maybe she just wanted love from, like, this boy or something, you know? Yeah. And then teenagers have these crushes. You know, so that just makes me skeptical. Like, I'm not a mom, but I can't imagine, like, how extra I'm going to be now, like, you I know. know. And then that feeling, too, when you first start liking somebody, yeah. it's like they're the only person that gives you that feeling. Yeah. And it's, like, addicting, especially when you're that young. Yeah. I don't know. It's more intense. Definitely more intense. That sucks. Okay. So in David's trunk, a bloody shovel was found, which was the same exact shovel that was purchased at this at the store that same day that he committed the murder but on that shovel there was fing bloody fingerprints of natalie there was bloody fingerprints of natalie so like the blood was natalie or yes. the fingerprints was natalie yes oh what so then obviously um during the trial david's defense was blaming natalie for the murder for the murder fortunately okay so the body was found which you know proved that the to prove to be that natalie was telling the truth as far as that goes and also in david's trunk there was a bloody shovel which was found so david because of the blood stain that was on the shovel um david tried to david's defense i don't know if it was david but david's defense um tried to claim that it was natalie that actually committed the murder and he was just there but obviously they're just like staring as she's like stabbing him. yeah but obviously that didn't make sense because there was no motive for her to do it if we take him out of the picture yeah you know and then we also had Destin's story of him saying that pretty much the same exact motive as natalie which was he was afraid to get caught yes so unfortunately that didn't work and he was convicted of murder and then soon after it was natalie's turn to take trial and she was actually diagnosed with seven mental disorders how old was she she was 18 i mean 
yeah that makes sense she was 18 and um her lawyer claimed that she didn't believe he was actually gonna do it and that she was going along for it and that it actually happened so she didn't know how to get out of it but who goes along with murder even as a that's joke a, that's a pretty serious thing for you to go to the store and buy the shovel that kind of makes it real right that kind of makes it real and if let's say like you didn't think he was gonna do it why would you help him clean it up like you know he did it at that point just call the cops and say hey you know what i really i'm sorry i could have stopped this probably that's but true. i did not but then she could have stopped it she yeah no, she, she could have okay so so yeah so her lawyers claimed that you know she didn't think it was actually gonna happen but fortunately the jury didn't buy it and she was actually sentenced to 40 years no parole and david was sentenced to 50 years no parole what i feel like that's a lot for her i do i Honestly, do and, like um, yeah she's like a shit person for not saying anything but you're gonna only you're gonna give a murderer only 10, 10 more years, years than somebody that like wouldn't have done wasn't it. even physically yeah. there and then during um the interrogation you know she she spoke out and she obviously was in tears and crying and saying that like this shouldn't have happened and that she's really sorry and she's remorseful and she she pretty much claimed that like he is a sociopath and he can really manipulate people and she feels like she was just like kind of like a dummy that he was using honestly if you claim ignorance or try to play a victim in a case of a murder yes. the jury is going to eat you alive ignorance and play victimizing yourself is not a way to I go i feel like maybe if she was just honest like yo like i messed up like they should have played it differently and they didn't really say a lot as far as this documentary goes like if maybe she liked him if they had a relationship like mm. she she seemed like a sweet girl everybody was shocked because she was really really very very smart girl i guess she was had ties with like nasa and yeah see and then that that makes the ignorance just go right out the window it's like oh yeah you were ignorant and dumb and you have seven but mental you know illnesses what? but there's you're like smart. book smart people and then there's like like street smart yeah and I, I don't think she's street smart if that makes sense like i don't think that like maybe she i don't know because i do feel like intelligent really book smart people lack some sort of common sense sometimes oh yeah <laughs> a lot yeah. of times sorry <laughs> seriously it's one or the other usually yeah, but thank yeah, god i, I can't speak <laughs> <laughs> I'm street smart, but not very book smart, guys. <laughs> yeah. But that's the case for today. Um, yeah, it's just upsetting. Oh, that one that one almost got me to tear up. Almost. It yeah. just, like, I, I just know. Dude, I was so boy crazy. I still am low-key. Now I'm, like, man crazy because I'm grown. <laughs> she woman, guys. <laughs> but, um, but um, no, like, I just know that feeling, like, of just butterfly yeah. just like you like somebody so much and then like uh, that i had a, i was just imagining like her like just the betrayal and the yeah. inner feeling going from that butterfly giddy to i'm with someone i like he's so cute it's going so well to like what is going on i just feel like i mean i could under i mean his life his life was ruined anyway he was in jail he's spending the rest of his life in jail it's like you could have just ruined your life and not taken somebody else's. I know. Like that's what bugs me because it's like, yeah, you could have, she could have outed you, and I mean, like she kind of has a reason. Like you should kind of know. Like, and the thing is, five years isn't like a lot, but in that context, it is. Mm, it's yes, a lot. Yes. And I just felt like he could have been free, yeah, with restrictions and kind of like a label, but. I mean, you were a track star. You honestly probably could have got away with it. As sad as it sounds, you could have got away with what you've done free and she could have lived. 
you, yeah like just drop her and then yeah. if she did out you or whatever like you'd be on megan's law honestly yeah. but you you maybe honestly at this point what year was this it was was it before 2000 i think it was like 2016 i want to say oh, okay it was pretty well, recent it wouldn't be 50 years in jail and she'd be alive yeah and it sucks because like especially for tammy and the father and the grandma yeah. like that's like a waste of like a whole person yeah because you were scared you didn't want to face the consequences that you had already done like you already messed up why dig a bigger hole like just admit it like i mean go to jail but then it's like i I don't know if he would have i'm telling you like the way this kid was set up okay very smart kid track star virginia czech student i don't want to go into race but he's a white yeah kid and i honestly genuinely feel like it's so sad but i feel like he probably would have got away with it like if he would have if he would have been outed he would have yeah he probably could have fought it and pleaded not guilty i mean he he was pleading not guilty to this one like our little friend brock turner yeah i mean it's sad guys and i'm not saying like go for it but it's just it's sad because it's a sad reality that he probably could have got away with it but you know he wanted to take somebody else's life instead of facing what he did so he did it with the shovel he was stabbed she was stabbed so with the knife and then the shovel was used to bury her oh that's right yeah damn well i don't know it breaks my heart guys well i hate to ruin your wednesday <laughs> yeah what, oh yeah your wednesday it's supposed to be at midnight but we'll see um all right guys well that's the story for today make sure wherever you're listening spotify or apple Podcasts, give us five stars also if you want to recommend any other platforms like um pandora or soundcloud we can get on that real quick but just let us know because we don't want to just go on for like one person yeah um well actually maybe we will maybe for you just for you guys we care not our director of ops but (laughs) i'm just kidding all right well thanks for consuming crime with us guys until next time thanks for listening love you bye bye